Laude Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Ankedu. Welcome back to another episode of Loud It Podcast. As always, I am Nedansa. And this week, you know what? This week has been a little bit strange. Strange in the internet streets. But I'll firstly start off by saying Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter Monday. Um, yeah. Uh, is everyone back in the church now, basically? Or... If you go to another, you know, type of holy ground, um, is everyone back in person or are people still doing it online? Um, I'm just asking generally because I've just come back into the church about, was it two weeks ago? After I had my booster shot and I was just like, yeah, I'm back, (laughs) back physically. I do actually really like um, doing it virtually as well. There's a specific church that... I sort of, not discovered, not me being Christopher Columbus out here, but I found um, online, just happened to to come across. And I really like the priest there, like the way he does his homilies. It's just, yeah, I like it. And same time, another reason I like it is because it's at 7.45am on a Sunday. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I really enjoy starting my Sundays early. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to leave my bed, but I really enjoy starting off the day early. I don't know where that's stumbled from or really began from, because earlier in life, literally my whole life, I was used to going to 9am masses on Sundays um, if I don't go on a Saturday. Sometimes on the odd occasion, I do go on a Saturday as well, Saturday evenings. But yeah, most times it was a, a Sunday morning 9am but I used to be so annoyed going in the morning (laughs) like physically going because having to get up and of course I had two siblings my parents as well everyone trying to shower and get ready on time and all that stuff Uh, being the youngest that means you also have to wake up earlier than others because they'll say you have to shower first and blah 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 oh it was so jarring (laughs) but yeah that's what used to put me off and suddenly 745 is my favorite skill me who is this who am i but anyway shall it is what it is (laughs) me saying shall this now reminds me of adiola uh mario musa so adiola patron adiola when a roll with a geezer so yeah adiola patron mario musa um and oh snap I literally watch her podcast um yes watch it not listen to it I do listen to it as well but I watch it on YouTube um cocktails and takeaways but I've forgotten her name dang it uh but I do listen to her podcast watch it as well on YouTube it's just very interesting to me um I find her very entertaining very easy to listen to naturally funny and it's just good vibes but yeah, they they were guest co-hosts that week, uh, one week, a few weeks ago now. And a certain clip went viral on TikTok, on Instagram and on Twitter. So it was basically the three ladies were trying to speak. Oh, her name's Madam Joyce. That's it. Just came to my mind while I'm talking still. Um, but 
the three ladies, they were talking about how they're all Yoruba and trying to speak Yoruba, basically. Um, isn't it Yoruba? Why do people say Yoruba? Isn't it Yoruba? Okay, anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it's just about pronunciation. And I think they did well, to be honest, because I feel like people are so judgmental in terms of when other people are speaking what's what's like their native tongue really um i'm talking nigerians i'm not talking about any other country or anything like that i'm specifically talking about my own so nigerians it's just i don't know i don't know why there's this sort of shame that's always put on people and adiela she made a good point which is that you know here of course people are going to have the problem of speaking Yoruba, going to speak Ibo, whatever, how, I don't really meet many Hausa people here, but Teve, Doma, etc, people here, who, when they're speaking their native tongue, they'll have a, a British twang to it, because they've grown up here, they were born here, they've lived here their whole lives, or majority of their lives, so naturally, it's, it's just going to be different, but like they, like we struggle over here, it's the same struggle when you have Nigerians try to speak um, English back home. Like, it's really the same thing. So, so I get, you know what? It's actually tit for tat when you deep it in that way. Because British Nigerians also make fun of freshies. Because where, where did the term freshie come from? It came from the fact that you're making fun of the accent, the pronunciation of Nigerians, for example, speaking English when they've moved here especially it's just it's just it's a fob mentality <laughs> fresh off the boat I can say this freely because I was I was part of this as well I moved to the UK I moved to England I wasn't born here either so I had to also adopt I was saying you know the word development I was saying development I was really doing a lot as well um I I was made fun of in school I had to say it was actually during school assembly in front of the whole school when I was, oh, rep, rep. Okay, so St. Joseph's in Wilsdon. That's the primary school I went to first when I moved here. And <laughs> literally, I thought I was reading okay. I didn't really realise I had an accent at all until I was reading in front of the whole school and the word development came out and I said development and everyone was laughing, teachers included, I was like, wow, you, you imagine. And that's why I'm now like a, a Nazi, a pronunciation Nazi to, to Clarence, you know, obviously my boo. <laughs> um, and to my parents, even to my sister. Or what should I call her? What were their names? Oh, I've forgotten. I've forgotten their, their nicknames that when they were on this podcast. Her and Dave. Tina, that's it. So Tina and Dave. So my sister Tina. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was always just a, a Nazi when it came to that. Because I I went through a lot. And I didn't realise I was saying things the wrong way. And then I also had backlash from... So I had backlash from white people, from black people who lived here, from Asian people who lived here. Every person who lived here, I had backlash from, right? And then, likewise, I had backlash from home. So, home being Nigeria, because I'd only just moved here, right? I had backlash from there, saying I'm not speaking the same way. I'm, you know, Ajay Bota, I'm um, 
on your chair and all these things or you bore people's I don't know they were just always saying on your chair was the main thing they would always say to me um and even the way I walked everything people always knew I wasn't living in Nigeria anymore can't say I'm not from Nigeria because I clearly am um but they would always say like you know they know they know I am <laughs> from a from a different land and <laughs> I haven't been living in that same land for a while is what it was very obvious apparently um but no just that it all goes to show there's always some kind of backlash on both sides and it's not good I feel like with the freshy one people have been taming it down a lot more compared to when I was growing up in school in school wow the ghetto people would be on your back um and that's how I learned how to laugh at myself to be honest um and that's why I think I'm I'm an easy laugh I really I don't I don't take life that seriously in that sense um and it's because of little things you have to go through especially if you have a special name like myself other people aren't doing their English names you don't have the same struggle so don't be coming um I know you know last names are different it's a different case but when it's your first and your last name it's not the same okay (laughs) I had the choice of changing my name well not changing it but going by my middle name Olivia I said no um I know my first name has been a struggle for a while but I love the meaning that's why I don't really like when people call me a nickname so much because I actually like the meaning of my full name so I prefer it when people do say my full name um and you can tell the difference when I know someone well or not yes they may call me my nickname every now and then but they do always call me my my full name here and there too so you'll hear a, a mixture um whereas people I don't know so well it's it's just my nickname fully not really anything else <laughs> but it is what it is back to the the ladies on the podcast people were making fun of them speaking Yoruba and it was just it was just oh it's sad because it really be your own but we can't say we don't do it back so I know Adiola was trying to say like oh yeah um, this is why people don't speak the language because you know the retaliation of when you do try to speak it then people are on your back saying you're not doing it right and they're just shaming you and really it's just it's yeah it's demotivating you right and I get that but on the other hand you have to deep it like you were doing the same to people who are fresh off the boat (laughs) who are freshies that came over here too and you're making fun of them you're even laughing at Mariam when she when she had freshly moved here and telling you the stories of how she was a freshie yeah like it, it goes tit for tat it's not good on either side and that's probably what needs to stop because if it stops you're on one side you're here people speak trying to speak English a bit more confidently um, and you'll hear people trying to speak their native tongue more confidently as well so it goes back and forth um, and I'm not saying <laughs> I am not the the better of either halves I cannot speak Ibo very well um, the little things I can say mm, don't try me I think I can say them very well um, but yeah I, I Ibo lessons please bring some that's near my house, I know one of my friends Joyce, she sent me one before, but it's so far, mm, if anybody knows me, you know I'm a homebody, I like being close to home, I don't like drifting out too far, it's just not, it's just not me, if I'm gonna drift out far, I'm gonna travel, I don't really want to travel in the UK, um, 
unless it's like a proper staycation in a nice location fair enough but public transport all of that oh covid especially on top of this has made me even less motivated to leave um yeah just being fair i had the excuse for the longest time of yep covid covid don't want to be on public transport which is very true still is very true because people are disgusting disgusting on the train on the buses how can you be doing up cough cough doing up hachu hachu on your hand and then you put it on on the same pole we're all meant to touch are you mud are you well in your head and up other people who are doing up hachu hachu and not even putting up like their elbow to cover their mouths not putting up anything to cover their mouth don't have mask on anymore so we're really susceptible to this rubbish and i'm here still wearing my mask so i'm saving you but you you don't want to save me you that you are coughing okay anyway (laughs) i could really get into that because it bugs me every single day okay maybe not every single day because i don't go to work every single day but those days when i go into the office it's very annoying and i like my office for now even though ugh, people are trying to make changes into how the office structure is but i like it because i get my own office i share with someone now before i was sharing with someone why did i just say her name edit that out but I share with someone, hopefully I've edited out the name, and it's, like, I, I like it because it's just two of us, right, but they're trying to change it so we're all, like, on the floor together, sort of like my old office, and, which is fine, but I don't want that, I'd, I like my own office now, I like my own space, yeah, it's not the best for camaraderie, but sometimes you just want to do your work, Sometimes you just want to concentrate. Sometimes not chin wag. Sometimes not coffee break. Sometimes sit down and just face your front. <laughs> but I, I hear of changes in the air and wonderful. Gotta love it. Woo! Interaction. Yay. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. But if anyone agrees in terms of my my take on the whole you know languages situation because i feel some people see it from one side or the other but if you deep it it happens on both sides so does it does it this week i was watching the ultimatum loved it loved it love it because i love mess i love messy shows um and this was just supreme mess literally i was (laughs) salivating over the mess it was just gobsmacking that this is a show and you have i don't know who do i even start with let's start with the ones that left off a bit earlier alexis and hunter oh by the way if you haven't watched the show you probably should like fast forward the next five minutes if you don't not my business um but yeah alexis and hunter um Alexis you know what I won't even comment on what everyone's been commenting on and if you know what I'm commenting on wink wink you already know it I just won't say it but we're all questioning all right um I think I've oh yeah let me not talk about it before I I get yeah not trying to shame anyone like that so let's move on but them two I don't know really why they're on the show um I don't really get 
the goal so to me it must have been more of a I don't know like a publicity thing to get followers on Instagram to get brand deals maybe one of those things because it didn't really make sense um Alexis the only reason why she was still gung-ho about Hunter was because none of the other guys liked her um and in particular she was going after Colby and Colby told her straight up like I don't think this is gonna work like yeah like it's just not a match between us he even said it in a nicer way the first time then the second time she came up to him at the table like oh I don't understand you know shutting it down so quickly fam he doesn't like you and that's okay it really is okay not everybody's gonna like you Uh, and not everyone you're going to like either let's be fair it goes two ways um and yeah he said I'm not attracted to you which was it never even needed to be said but it's because she went back if someone rejects you once you don't go back for for them to pepper you again literally pepper them she wanted to alexis wanted <laughs> no it was actually colby peppered her oh peppered her <laughs> but no let's move on it's just that was a sad situation and she was trying to bring him down in front of the rest of the group trying to make him sound like a really bad guy which in that case that specific scenario i wasn't really on her side yeah he could have said it in a nicer way but girl he told you no the first time you still came back giving up energy and he didn't like you like it was quite obvious I think it's because no one else really liked her either so she couldn't she couldn't imagine a whole a whole house that didn't like her how sad it's all right it's all right she has her her guy hunter who is I think they were dating for two years and they're still preparing for their wedding unless they've got married now I don't really know but I don't think so because the reunion came out six months after the show and they were wedding planning because I think his mum is a wedding planner but yeah whatever that's those two um Hunter I don't know yeah I really just don't understand why he was on the show I think he's too grown for the show like he could have made up the decision outside of this you really didn't need the show I think it was more of a a showcase thing you just wanted publicity in some kind of way um let's talk about my girl Shanice oh sorry Shanique (laughs) clearly not my girl um but Shanique and Randall okay these two they've been dated for a year and a half why are you on the ultimatum if you're having to give your your significant other a an ultimatum after a year and a half you should probably question like why is it why is it like this already i understand if you guys were like a lot older let's just say you're 40 plus for example maybe even like 30 plus because you know what when you're over 30 i feel like by then you have a a more clear understanding of your vision your your trajectory in life in terms of your career path you may have a clear understanding that moment of the next couple of years at least um and you know how much you're earning you know your living situation you know what you can offer you know a bit more about what you're looking for and what someone else can bring to you to offer you within a relationship um so I'd understand a bit more then because after a year and a half even after one year you should know already like why are you wasting your time I get that but when you're younger 
and these two were younger, they're around my age, younger than me as well, um, I think he was 26, oh my gosh, wait, I'm 27 now, wow, okay, not my age then, um, but yeah, thereabouts, a bit younger than me anyway, and you're already feeling ultimatum, mmm, it's not really giving, and Randall was doing up, doing up things with Madeline, which never, never really sat right with me, I didn't get it, I actually didn't, I think it was just like a, a different breath of fresh air for him, but no, no, like, I just didn't ever see them working, it never really added up, um, Shanique, I, maybe I just love Shanique, you know, like, she's actually so, so pretty as well, um, yes, she has issues to work on, they all have issues to work on in this show, um, but I just liked her, (laughs) what she did with Zay in bed, okay, that was unnecessary, that, if she hadn't done that, I would have liked her even more, but I kind of understand where her mindset was at in that moment, because she felt like Randall was doing stuff, and other people were doing stuff, but is that whole thing of, if everyone else is jumping off a cliff, are you going to jump as well, not really, right, so it wasn't really necessary, moment of weakness, could have been, could have been, you know, actually avoided completely, um, yeah, I don't even want to talk about Randall and Madeline anymore like that anyway, so let's move on to Madeline and Colby, those two make no sense, and I feel the reason why they got married is she got pregnant within that last month on the show, because she was seven months pregnant, and the reunion was six months after the show, do the maths, not adding up, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's probably why um, she was more open to the marriage because she really was not trying to marry him before at all. She came onto the show literally saying, yep, yeah, Randall, I like Randall. Yep, yeah, Randall. Literally was trying to pie off Co- Colby at any at any given point, opportunity. And he is problematic too. Um, he was just... I don't know, it's literally as she said, he doesn't listen well, he's, he just likes to pass the blame, he doesn't like to take ownership of his mistakes and take accountability, it's just a weird, a weird character, a weird pairing, but maybe that's why they suit, and it's funny because she was making fun of his cowboy hat, but I think she secretly loves it, so yeah, I don't know, and her friendship group, problematic, very problematic, but I think she's also problematic, so it kind of works well all together, because how can your, how can your friend who slept with your now husband be talking about Randall, who you were dating at that time, and saying, yep, I would do it if I were her, yep, who, who is this friend, and why is she so thirsty, and why is she in your group, and if she's in your group, you'll probably like her too, birds of the same feather often flock together, um, then we have Lauren and Nathan. Lauren, get out. Literally, it's a get out situation. Get out of there. Because Nathan only came to Lauren after he didn't get the other two girls he wanted. Literally, he was trying to to share a house with two other women. They both said no. He was just in shock both times. I'm very, very annoyed. And then he suddenly proposes to Lauren after they still hadn't even fixed their problem of thinking how they'll 
like he wants a kid she doesn't this is just like a genie Mai and freddie what was his name freddie hunter situation i think his name is freddie hunter <laughs> i might have just made up the hunter because he likes hunting <laughs> he looks like one of those hunter geezers so yeah let's go with that um but yeah like it was it, it feels like that it's giving very much that um i'm happy that they haven't actually tied the knot yet and they're still just engaged maybe they'll figure that out um one way or another and I don't like that both Nathan and Colby were trying to act like I don't know even Colby especially acting like oh yeah he can change her it's just because um she didn't feel secure with Nathan because of her, his job it could be the reasons but I'm sorry like why is it that these men are trying to change her she's told you she doesn't want kids she didn't ask you for for some kind of revolutionary mindset change. She's literally told you factually, I do not want kids. I don't have the maternal instincts, all those kind of stuff, right? But you still wanna you still wanna be doing up change. No, not necessary. Uh let's move on to Jake and April. I like April. Maybe it's because I'm an April baby. And I actually love the name April, can't lie. I used to love, I used to, do you remember the show Little Bill growing up and he had an older sister called April? Since then, literally since primary school, I was just like, my child's going to be called April because I love the name April because of this character, this cartoon and April was just so lit on the show. (laughs) And then we have April here who's very, she's hard to deal with in certain ways um but I don't think it's that deep in in other circumstances I think the fact that she's struggling to have a baby it is another burden for her like something that you can see she wears she wears on her um and I feel really I feel really bad for her and I really hope that she is blessed with a child um but yeah I'm happy they did break up because Jake I don't trust him I really don't. I know he says I'm loyal when I'm in a relationship. Mm, it didn't really take that long for you to like Ray. It really didn't, sir. So I feel like given an opportunity, even in the real world, he would have probably moved on. So yeah, I didn't really trust him. Um, I think she was, in this case, more into him than he was into her. And... I don't know, I also don't trust him because he was lying to Ray, like, oh yeah, my mum loves you, and all this stuff, when your mum was literally saying, doesn't like her, and prefers April, (laughs) I'm not really following, sir, and it's literally on, it's on camera, so Ray can watch it later, and you know that, and you're still lying, awkward, very awkward, um, and now let's move on to Ray and Zay, Ray, I started off liking this girl. Can you imagine? And she's actually very problematic. Um, She expects Zay to be communicating with her in ways she will never communicate with him. And to me, that's, that's just disgusting. And the fact that she openly says she punched him and nothing was ever addressed on the show about it, it doesn't add up to me because if he ever punched her... Oh, you can imagine the uproar. You can imagine. 
it was very smart of the producers not to of course air that clip of her punching um i think that if they don't plan on airing anything to do with that and they didn't plan on addressing the topic they probably shouldn't have even aired the part where she said i even punched you that's not like me um i don't know if i don't believe that's not like her anymore i don't know she's i i think i understand like she is silenced sometimes by zay because zay is quite a quite a loud character in comparison to her but she has more than plenty opportunities to speak and she doesn't actually express what she feels to him but she can express it so easily with jake um and they were together for two and a half years and you still can't tell him how you feel it doesn't make sense um zay i think zay was quite done wrong in so many ways um i'm not on his side i'm not on either of them sides but i think he has such a troubled past and he holds it as a crutch like he always has that and he wants to fall on it so he openly and knowingly does things that aren't good and then he blames it on his past and yes your past definitely has effects on how you maneuver in life but you know for a fact that that is wrong he knew that staying out until 8am was wrong but he still tries to blame it on something else but he knew it like you can tell he knew it deep down he knew it no one else needed to tell him that's wrong um so until he kind of learns that he can't keep on using that like for the rest of life then yeah like he he needs to just work on that um he has had as you can tell like everyone heard his story he has had a very troubled past and I do feel bad for him in that sense um but I do think that he is he is capable of so much more so I think he needs to just put that on himself and be like yeah I am capable I'm not going to do that kind of stuff um yeah it's just it wasn't really necessary um I don't get her point of saying like yay um you could have called at any time child like he was pretty much saying to you like I would get married to you I love you and all this stuff and you stayed quiet what do you expect like I don't expect I don't understand how people don't expect a reaction to their action sometimes um I think his reaction was an overreaction fair enough but she wasn't expecting much of a reaction she said like oh yeah if he came back at 2 3 3 a.m she'd understand but what did she want like he'll come back then and then get into bed and do up cuddly cuddly like she still wasn't prepared to speak and she was pretty much she was just like inflaming the situation during the reunion she was trying to make him sound like such a huge villain screaming and yelling at him and saying don't yell at me girl you're the one yelling you are the one yelling and I think she thought everyone in terms of viewers as well would be on her side but no we're all side-eyeing you babe we are really side-eyeing you because that didn't add up like your reaction wasn't really warranted in that way um I understand like yeah he should have definitely told her that did bits with Shanique um especially if they were trying to work things out for three months or however many months after the show ended 
I get that but I don't know I don't know to me it was already shaky ground um Ray was kissing up Jake anyway like so I don't really know why she was that upset um because she already liked someone else so I don't know kind of um conflict conflict of her own interest because she is trying to pursue something with someone else and still being upset that he's doing the exact same Mm, yeah I don't know um but yeah it's just weird I think this whole ultimatum thing I get it because someone I know that's quite close to me also sort of gave an ultimatum to her other half um when it meant moving actually to the UK pretty much like that that's how I viewed it anyway and sometimes you really do have to give that because if you've been together for several years and nothing is moving what is their point like are you not trying to get married because if you're not then that's fair that's why you're doing it like this but if your goal is to get married what else you plan on learning what else you plan on doing why can't it be now if we're still together anyway what is the difference at that point so I get the point of the ultimatum but I don't get the point of putting other people together to live together for several months not months several weeks yeah I don't know and I know that what are their names the Lachey's Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey they said they did that um and it made them stronger yeah two to their own right um for me if I was in that sort of situation and I fell for someone else it clearly meant I never was really in love with my original person like that um and if I'm I don't really I'm not into the whole idea of um you let something go and if it comes back it was meant to be I'm not really of that belief per se um in relationships like that like if we're meant to be why are we breaking up why are we letting go I only understand it when you're really young like when you're in school when you're even in uni let's say that even if in in uni you want to do that fair enough after uni onwards in life I don't get it anymore because what are you doing why if 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 I'm letting go I probably am letting go (laughs) that's me though but it clearly worked for the Lachey's that's how their story was meant to be um for some of these couples on here I still believe it's just more of a get on this kind of coupley show so then you get followers you get um brand subscriptions you get more money for posts all that kind of stuff it's it's a beautiful life sponsorships in it but do I think any of the couples should be together till now not really they should all break up (laughs) they're all problematic maybe Alexis and Hunter because I barely know them um compared to the rest who are on it a bit longer Nathan and Lauren obviously their problem is very very much like I said Jeannie Mai and Freddie the ex-husband um when I hear situations where one wants kids and when the other one doesn't it doesn't usually work out from what I've seen um because unless you go with the side of not having kids at all if you have the kids there's always going to be some kind of grudge um and people don't usually have the kids in the end so then it's, it's usually the person who wants kids that loses out in that in that scenario um yeah because you can't have half a kid so you can't actually compromise in any sort of way but who knows who knows they if they want to be together so strongly they will work it out in some kind of way hopefully 
um yeah last topic before I end up this episode because I don't want to talk about it for too long but it's about Mark Cuban so if anyone used to watch Backchat Backchat London on YouTube on Trend Central wow this guy Mark I wasn't even watching Backchat when he was on it I used to watch it when it first came out and then I kind of fizzled off of it because I just think that sort of mess is just a bit dry to me um, there's different kinds of messes that I like, basically. And that one, it felt a bit dry after a while. Certain topics were interesting. And then it's just the problematic views of some of the men. It was just like, oh, I don't really care to hear this anyway. But they were always going at Nunu. I remember watching a couple of episodes and, like, few grab bites that were posted on Instagram in particular. And people were always at Nunu and people were never defending her. And I watched a clip of Mark basically, like, doing exactly what Nuni was saying, using his masculinity to pretty much put her down. And he said, you know, don't... I understand the point of, you know, using using a word like your... Oh, what was the word? Um, It wasn't bullying, but you are antagonizing you are doing something to her basically that's of the effect of bullying antagonizing all that kind of stuff um but when you use those kind of words they are buzzwords and they do stick with a person for long so I understand why he would have been angry but then he literally went on to prove exactly what she was saying and you have the alpha males alpha lucas where was he I saw him sitting right there him silence and this guy who who loves to do up alpha alpha um your friend right there is literally doing a madness and you're just sitting there quiet doesn't give very alpha to me so what is his point and i say that just because of him always going gong-ho like he's some big man but clearly when it's required for your bigness to be to actually be used for some kind of greater good you're silent yeah not adding up sir and then you have all the other guys as well all the other girls too esther tried one two at the start of it the start of the clip trying to defend nunu but even she went quiet too um i understand to an extent some of the women going quiet because when a man does that it does get very very tense it does become a bit scary um but the guys who are always acting up and there's a group of them so it's not even like one guy there was a group of guys a group of girls they could have all banded together and be like no that's wrong no you're gonna stop that right now you're not gonna do that in front of me you're not gonna do that ever on the show you're never ever gonna do that ever again in life you know what i mean but they didn't they all just sat there and it's one of those things where um like that clip aged very well because all these stories have come out since then about how he was being manipulative and abusive in many ways where it was physically emotionally even financially boy he had esther esther falani i think that's her last name had esther buy a car under her name for him I think that people, I think for her, it was, it was more the looks. 
it must have been the looks because his personality doesn't look all that so it must have been the looks oh how sad so so sad anyway i should round up this episode i want to say you know boycott the government <laughs> because there's changes every single week now apparently if your drive the driver's car is messy you could be fined we have people get being you know transported to oh where is it my brain's gone is it zambia people are being transported elsewhere i don't really got I've, I've even my brain's gone my brain's gone I'm tired of pretty. I'm tired of Rishi Sunak. I'm I've been tired of Boris Johnson. Um tired of all of them. Let's get them out. Oops, I moved my microphone. Oops. You know what? That's how annoyed I am. Get the government out. Get the royals out. Let's get out. <laughs> get out of here. Like literally this is a get out situation. I'm tired. Get out. Okay. That's all. <laughs> Happy Easter. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Peace out. A town down. Bye bye.